Welcome to Kramer Says. Kramer Says. Be part of the show at KramerSays.com. Interact on Twitter at KramerSez. Now, Kramer Says. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Kramer Says Podcast. My name is Kramer. It is Tuesday, August 23rd. Today, my special guest is Michaela Moretto. Did I say it right? Did I get that out right enough? I tried to roll the R and everything. Did I do good? Morelato. Morelato. I'll get it. We'll get it. Michaela. That's easy enough to start with. Michaela um, is a is a phenom in Italy and uh, is doing kind of the same thing in Italy that we're doing here in the U.S., raising the voice and, uh, and questioning um, the system as it is, um, and is on a radio show in Italy called The Mosquito Show or Zanzara, right? Zanzara, yeah. an actual name. Yeah. I'm learning Italian already. <laughs> yeah. So, so Michaela, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been doing over the last uh, two to three years, and and where wh- how you've weathered um, this pandemic and so on. How how did you get to where you are? And tell us about yourself coming in, and then what you've done through this pandemic and how you're fighting back now. So, uh, fortunately, I was in America when the pandemic hit uh, the world. And so I was safe in America with, under the leadership of the greatest president, Donald Trump. <laughs> and, yeah, and I'm, I was so happy and I feel happy and safe. Um, honestly, I saw my, the citizens of Italy in the most chaos and desperations. Thousands, now thousands of people lost their life. And uh, there was no explanation because uh, it was it was one one of the Italian city called Bergamo mm-hmm. that was the most hit uh, by um, this COVID, and I never understood. But hopefully now we're gonna win the election. Hopefully the conservative party is gonna win the election, and then they're gonna start some investigation about what happened to these Italian people that. Um, some people they call the conspiracy. Oh, your audio left. Not because they want to kill the people. It's because they didn't know how to take care of the Italians. And we was hit first by China. We was hit in Italy first. First, the European right. country. You guys were the epicenter. That's where it all started. That's where all the deaths started happening. And the world was looking at Italy because they're such widespread death. Yes. Yes, and especially that little city called Bergamo. And so if you Google Bergamo, you're going to read a lot of things. And the Italian government, I never understood what was socialism before I come to live and enjoy the freedom of America. When I came to America, I went to the church. One time I met this American pastor, um, and he was explained that the, the socialism was a terrible thing, kind of like communism. And I never, and I, I was born under the socialism, the social democrats of Italy. So I never understood there was something bad. I always thought that was incredible because, you know, they pay for everything. They pay for health. Right. Yeah. And then I come to America and I am a first class citizen. And my husband is just a soldier in the military. And he's a man that work hard, but he, he, he gave me a very comfortable life. So in America, it was possible, the American dream, to take care of your family, you know? And that's why I was very happy. So why I'm saying this, because the people of Italy, they realize how bad is the healthcare when COVID started. Right. Because they, they was left in to die. And a lot of people die and there is no explanation. 
And so when I was in America, I, my eyes opened. And also, I don't know if you care, but I was never a very um, Christian person. I mean, all my life I did uh, a lot of crazy adventures in the good and in the bad. But then when right. I come to America, yeah, in fact, in fact, I wrote a book. It's called A Talent for Trouble because I did a lot of trouble in my life. Uh, but then well, we got to dive into I, that deeper. I've got to know more about the trouble you got into that you, you felt you had to write a book about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a little book, so it's not many, many troubles, but it's, it's nice troubles. So anyway, can you tell me the question again that you was, uh, because, uh, you know, I'm so happy to be here with you today and I have so many things to tell you. So please help me out. To well, I, I will. Uh, first of all, you know, your, your English is so much better than my Italian. So I'm glad that you're, 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 you're speaking in English instead of Italian. Um, well, let, let's start it out this way. So you, you started, um, let's step back and, and find out a little bit more about you and, and, and so on so that people will know um, as they're listening later in the program, why what you're saying is so important. So you kind of started, sadly, uh, through the the um, experience that you had. You started, to an extent, the the Me Too movement in Italy. How did that happen? And how did you come to notoriety in Italy through that process? I started uh, uh, 10 years before Me Too movement. The Me Too movement was not even a thing because all these uh, actresses, models, uh, and TV women, everybody agreed to exchange sex for a position television in the actor or uh, other things. So some, some women are complice of this behavior because they allowed to go in bed with a dirty old man, uh, forget, <laughs> right. yeah, it's true, to, to get the job and they go to yep. bed, you know. So, but my, my experience was worse because, you know, I'm not saying that I, I will, you know, Honestly, I want to be honest to you because I'm here to be honest, not just for mm -hmm. preaching. Uh, I'm here because I said I can, uh, maybe I could when I was younger, said, oh, okay, so I have to sleep with Tim tonight uh, and he's going to give me a super national TV show all for myself. So you did it one time. Yes, maybe, maybe, I'm, I'm not sure, but I don't want to uh, be fake. You see why they give in. You understand why they do it. Yeah, it saying. could have. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then there was a thing. So, but then um, I, I, I've been I've been sexual assaulted. So that was a different thing because it's not that the guy asked me, right. uh, my you know he just jumped on, on me. And so that things uh, really make me very mad. And it seems like the Italian people didn't accept the fact that an 18 years old girl um, stood up to that old man and told that the old man. Uh, sexually assaulted me and the, the man was uh, you know we had a family and children so people of course uh, want to stone me because they're like why do she went out with him you know I said I went out because the guy uh, it was introduced by an agency for you know models and stuff and so he introduced himself as a professional man and then after happened that he jumped on me. So I stood up, I said no, and I told to the entire nation, nation I said, yeah. I told no. And then everybody, you know, it, it was a big, big deal. The guy got fired and I won, um, I won money uh, because right. uh, he wanted to pay me to be quiet about it, to so don't right. talk anymore about it. Right. Uh, and then from there, I mean, I showed to my people that I was really ballsy. 
And I... then from, from that moment on, I'm, I'm being known in Italy as a very ballsy woman. So you, you, you are not the typical woman in Italy. Would you say that you're typical or you're, you're atypical? No, I am, I am very not typical. That's why in America I felt great because in America the women appreciate me more to be boss because in America, yeah, uh, oh, give me another, give me another word. I keep saying ballsy. Give me another word. Um, courageous. Courageous yeah, is another courageous. word. You're, yeah. You stood up for yourself. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong so with in that. Amer in America, seems women are more, are more strong and courageous. In Italy, the women are more um, uh, poisonous. Like they maybe gonna be quiet. You're gonna pay sooner or later, but they're gonna be more quiet about it. Me, I'm very loud. I'm right. very loud. So that's, right. well, that's, that's probably why we get along is because I am as well. <laughs> I'm very yes. loud. So, so you went through that process and, and through that, um, um, you got some notoriety throughout the country. What did you do with that afterwards? Where, where did that lead you? you? You've been in radio and TV since. So where did you, what did you do after that? What have you done with that notoriety that you got and that, that bad situation that you had to go through? How did you turn that into something positive? What did you form after that? Yeah, but honestly, um, two, two, the year that happened, the uh, unfortunate things, uh, I've been basically, I've been banned from national television because everybody was worried about me that I give, uh, I give uh, courage to women to talk and stood up. And then, and so they tried to hide me. And back then there was no social media. So I was, people knew about me. I was all over the newspaper, but right. nobody had the courage to talk. But then a few years later happened a lot of scandals like the Bunga Bunga with right. our president. Yep. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. So a lot of women, they come out and said, yeah, we was doing this orgy party and all these kind of things, you yep. know. And then, so I, I think, I'm not going to say that it was because me, but I think I start, uh, I was the first to start. They, they tried to punish me, so uh, to make an example of me, but I, I never give up. So I actually helped women to bring them to the right place and introduce my journalist friends that want to write a story. And so that, that was a good thing. Then I got pregnant with my first daughter, so I was quite for a year or two. And, and then after I, I went back to the scene, so I went to do some, some little program, like TV program, always talking about politics or ideas, you know. Mm -hmm. And then after that, what I did, uh, I wrote a book, the book. I, I have other situations. And, and then now finally I, I found a very good place. They allowed me to be myself because... Uh, most of the time, I cannot be myself. I need always behave like, uh, you know, the mom, uh, the, the right. you know, the, the, the things that they, they want to be, you know. They want, they want to, to put you on, they want to put you on a pedestal and you've got to be this and that's all you can be. Yeah, exactly. And I, find, I finally find uh, a very good uh, radio show. They allowed me to say whatever I want and people cheer me and, and people remember why I have the power to say it because I fight a lot to be here. Well, it's it's funny, Michaela. I, I I listen. I've listened to some of the programs. I don't understand. I don't. I, I don't understand Italian at all. I get ciao. I get bella. Uh, Zenzara. I now. I know it now. So I've got three words that I can speak in Italian. What's interesting in watching you though speak in you know 
speaking in your 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 uh, native tongue is that regardless of what you're saying, I can see your passion for what you're saying. And there's yeah. far too many people that don't have that passion anymore. They 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 feel beaten down. The system is going to beat them. How do you beat the system? What is your solution to beating the system? First of all, uh, never obey. Never obey. It's uh, the first things. But I mean, sometimes I think uh, you need a born in this way. But then, you know, you can. I, I was talking with my husband last night. I said, Adam, success comes from pain. Yep. So I think uh, when you suffer enough, and you cannot handle anymore, either you, you go down or you rise up. Right. And, I, and I rise up and I, I help people to rise up. I want people to be a voice because more we are together, more we're going to put down the system. And yep. they want us uh, zombie. They want us asleep. And that's why tonight uh, or today I am, because I don't know what time is it there. But anyway, I am here with you from Italy because I want to make a, a speech. Like I want to tell to American people, guys, I know I'm from another country. I know that we have different cultures, but we have a common enemy. And is uh, the globalist uh, yep. left, the left. And I call globalist left yep. because there is, there is no more communist, fascist. Uh, there nope. is no more. There is a lie. And there is a things that is in Europe and in America. And I don't want to talk good about uh, Mr. Putin because honestly, I'm not a fan. But I understand why that guy became very, very mad with the Western country. Because they have, they, there is an enemy here that is not our friends. And it's the left. American or European is the same disease. And right. we need to get rid of it. We need to get rid of it. So you, so so you look at, and I'd never heard it put that way before. But I, but I, 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 you're right. There are no more. There's there's no socialist. There's no Marxist. There's just leftist globalists that want to take over the planet. Yeah. And yeah. That right there is the danger. People don't understand. They they keep saying that the you know there's there's two sides to the same bird, right? There's two wings to the same bird. Is what they keep keep saying is that Republicans and Democrat. Conservative and liberal are the exact same thing. They're just two wings of the the same bird. Do you believe in that? Do you believe that that that's the the case? That that the left and the right are exactly the same. That there's no different. Or do you believe that that's just in the politics? That that's just in um, the politicians are like that. That the people okay. don't believe those things, right? The people of Italy, uh, conservatives in Italy, probably align pretty closely with what conservatives in America believe. Correct. Or am I wrong there? Yeah, yeah. We, no, no, no. We are we are really similar. But right. you know, we are we are not children. We are adults. So we understand that politicians are a very uh, particular animal. It's not you like uh, you know. <laughs> and so I understand that they need to have their own acting and pretending and uh, be polite. I understand all these things, you know. But the point is that, example, in America, you have a thing that it's called rhinos. You have yep. these Republicans that are very fake. And we have the same in Italy. It's called Lega from Salvini. And Forza Italia, a very big disappointment for me because I, I was a big fan of this conservative party. And it's the same of the rhinos because they are 
the traitors. Yep. They are traitors to my country, and in America you have the same because we need a we need a stick up together. Am I right? Stick up. Yep. Yep. So we need to be together. We can't uh, in a very in, important moment like th- this is a war. This is not a game. We right. are about like uh, we are about uh, we are next in Italy. We are like uh, I don't know ten hours from Ukraine. It's like, uh, I mean, guys, uh, no, for real. See, let, let me, Michaela, let me jump in on there for, for, for a moment. Most people in the United States do not understand how small Europe really is and how compact and how um, they don't understand that the United States is the size of Europe. We're, big, we're bigger than Europe. No, uh, I'm, you can drive. Just, so you can drive from Italy. If you're in Northern Italy, if you're in Northern Italy, right, you can get to almost anywhere in Europe within 12 to 14 hours. Is that true or am I incorrect about that? Yes. Yeah. Like, for example, Italy, I think, is uh, big like Florida or maybe um, California. a little... No, no, no. A little, um, a little than Florida. It's smaller than Florida? I, I, I'm not sure, but I think it can stay inside Florida because Italy is very skinny. Right. You so may I'm be right. About, yeah. yeah. So maybe right. we should... We should Google it because I don't want to give fake news. Then I don't want to sound like a fake news person. <laughs> well, yeah. it's probably close enough, right? It's close enough to as a comparison. And that's the difference that Italy, the, the size of the country. Well, what's the population of Italy? And the last time I checked, we was, uh, I think, uh, 13 millions. So, so let that sink in. Italy is thir- the size of Italy is 13 million people, somewhere that, around that ballpark. America is 360 million. 360 million plus whatever is pouring over our borders right now. So 360 million, it's a different different dynamic when you've got 13 million. I'll give you an example. Michaela's country is the size of Los Angeles. Los Let Angeles me- has about 10 to 13 million people in it, somewhere in that ballpark. Don't you have a computer in front of you? One second. I do. I do. I'm. I'm being lazy. Uh, let's see no, here. No, uh, please, no, because I don't. Maybe I'm confused. I'm sorry. I'm blonde. So <laughs> I, I. I. No. Let me check it out. One second, because I have a doubt uh, of what I just said. You know. Okay. Well, it, it is different. Yeah. It's not 13 million. It's 60 million. So you've got your double 60, the size. Yeah. yeah sorry. 60. Yeah. 60. So, so six zero. But still. But still. America's 360. We've got 300 million more people than Italy does. Um, France is somewhere in the ballparks of, of about 30 million people. So they're about half the size of Italy. France is about half the size of Italy in population. Um, it's very important to keep these, these numbers in mind because when we talk about the power of the U.S., you have to keep in mind that how many people and the resources that we have in the United States, that's why we've been the superpower that we've been. And we've been that because we've dealt democracy across the planet. And that's a, a large D, not the democracy that U.S. politicians, especially those on the left, are trying to, to, to push today. They've driven us into an area right now of where not just the United States is in trouble, but, but countries around the world are, including Italy. And this inflation that we're currently facing here in the U.S., we're not alone. The inflation has hit you guys pretty hard as well, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, we um, we can see from uh, the um, the expense, like with the food. Uh, I don't know, like Italian people, we love eat uh, and grocery, you know. And I can see yeah. now, I spend. I personally spend double of what I used to spend. And uh, I so I'm a little shocked about it. Like today, example, 
for uh, um, what's it, how you call it like maybe in America is normal, but before a milkshake was kind of like three euro three dollars and fifty cents. Now today it was five dollars. Wow, uh, you know. I mean, it's a well, lot. It's, it's important. It's important to keep uh, keep in mind that the euro has more spending power than the dollar does right now. So when you're saying that it costs five euros for a milkshake, that can be as much. I think the trans, the rate right now is somewhere that would probably come out to what six fifty, somewhere in that ballpark, six fifty US. Yes, 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 yes. So let's, six, let's. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I said that let's let's not talk about number because I already make a bad image <laughs> about number. <laughs> well, let's let's look at this. Let, let, so get away from the prices for a second. The issues that we're hearing about right now in Germany, for example, is that they're already rationing fuel. They're rationing electricity. You can't lower your um, AC system to lower than 80 degrees. And you guys have been going through a heat wave just like we have here. So what do you expect knowing what you know about Europe and Italy and so on? What do you expect to happen this fall when the true shortages hit? When Russia keeps that pipeline turned off and puts pressure on the NATO nations, what do you think is going to happen? But I can tell you one thing. So lately, I'm going downtown because the Italian, we love to go in the bar in downtown. There is no bar or restaurant with the AC open. So if you are in America and allowed to come to Italy, do not come now because there is no AC. There is no AC everywhere. And like you dying inside and outside. Wow. So, yeah. So, and then second of all, I am very concerned, but I want to be positive because the 25th of September, we're going to have the election. And hopefully the conservative party is going to rise up again and they hopefully going to be more uh, like um, diplomatic with uh, Mr. Russian boy. And oh, I said, oh, yeah, yeah because... I'm saying that, I'm sorry, guys, I love America, and I am American. My husband is an American soldier, by the way, so it's not even good what I'm saying right now, but it's true because it, we, we cannot afford to go to war. Like, we, we cannot go to war because we, are, we already broke down by COVID. We don't even have AC right now in, in every restaurant and bar. So, I mean, what, what the Americans expect from us, that we're going to go to war against the Russian men over there? Like... The, well, I think that you know. I, here's Michaela. Here's what I here's what I think has happened. I think that the globalists have infiltrated the top levels of all governments around the planet. It's it's apparent that they're there because these people are all heading off to Davos to listen to Klaus Schwab speak and and licking his boots, wanting to be a part of whatever he's being a part of. Now, the question I have to ask: I know for sure that nobody in the United States, nobody, voted for Klaus Schwab. Did anybody in Italy vote for Klaus Schwab to be the head of the world? Ma, we, we don't even know who was this guy. He just showed up during COVID with all this bullshit. Who is Schwab? Schwab. You know, I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, I'm talking as a woman of the population. I'm not talking from some Rotary Club or some Golden Lion Club. I don't, I don't care about that. I'm represented when I'm talking everywhere, when I'm going. I represent the majority of the people. Who is this guy? How is there to make decisions? Who giving the power to make decisions? You know, well, I would what, like to see. Yeah. Well, that's that's what gets me is why is why are our politicians listening to this fuck? 
Who is he? What power does he have over them? Why, why have they decided to give the power that we've given them off to Klaus Schwab? This is a very big and nice question, but there is a lot of question in this world that um, if you say something, they're going to say, you are crazy, you are a conspiracy person. But then all the conspiracy people, they was always right. And I want to know something. You, you need to tell me as an American man, because I want to know, <laughs> Why the entire world, and, and which is me, me too, we watched the entire Johnny Depp and Amber Heard uh, trial, but we never know, know nothing about the Epstein situation. There is no name and nothing. Why, why we cannot, you know? It's all distractions. It's all distractions, Michaela. It, it, it's nothing more than, and, and I liken it to you've been busted, you got caught with your hand in the cookie jar, and now you're going to do anything you can to keep people away from looking at your hand in the cookie jar. And in this instance, it wasn't a cookie jar. It was the pants of little girls and little boys. That's where they got their hand caught. And they know what that means. They know what people think about that. They know how it makes them look. So they're going to do anything and everything that they can to shut that up. And so putting Johnny Depp and Amber Heard up on TV, well, that was a distraction. People will watch that. People will not delve into the deep, dark recesses. These people know that. And so they hide this bullshit with the news and the media. You've worked in the media. You know how it is. They come down and they tell you, your boss does, well, you can't say that anymore. You can't talk about that. Don't do that. And if you do, they fire you. They silence you. It's no different than the, the than um, when the when kings were in charge and you had your court and you had your serfs. Nothing's changed. The dynamics have just changed. Exactly, but you know, it's uh, that's for talking about why these uh, people are in charge. It is because there are some people that run in the world. And some people that make decisions for us. Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes when I met uh, ignorant uh, sheep uh, people, especially <laughs> on Facebook uh, or Instagram, sometimes these people are people that are wearing a mask on top of their eyes and walking around. If, if they tell them, jump, uh, um, uh, walk like uh, with four hands, uh, you know, like a dog, yeah. walk like a dog, they will walk like a dog. So... Sometimes yep. I understand, sometimes honestly, I understand these powerful people. There are too many dumb people, and so they want to take advantage. But then they, they messed up to, with their calculation because then there are people like me and you that don't like, exactly. you know. We don't and, like so then, yeah, and so, I mean, I'm fighting for myself and for my children and for you and for the people like us because if you, the rest of the world want to go to hell, I, I cannot do nothing to help right. them out. If they, you know what I'm supposed well, to let do. Me ask you, so, so do you feel the reason that you stepped up and you started making your voice heard was because you realized that no one was, no one else was going to do it. No one else was going to protect your voice other than you. Nobody's out there. Is is there anybody out there in Italy fighting for your rights, standing behind, the, working behind the scenes, you know, quietly working harder than you will fight? To defend your freedoms, is there is there anybody in Italy that's doing that for you? But, uh, to me, uh, there is a first person, my best friend, Amy Briley, that she's American, and she's my uh, the the founder of our foundation. We are co-founder together, so she's the founder and I'm the co-founder. But and she, I, I need to introduce you to this girl. You're gonna love her. And then there is uh, one of my good friends, Giuseppe Cruciani, from the radio. 
he's uh, incredible because he always talking about all the things that no one and no media want to talk about it. Right. He talk about everything on his radio show that is the one most famous radio show in Italy. And then there is, okay, all my lawyers. Uh, and then there is this politician that I really love is uh, the only one that protects people like me, people yep. that decide to don't get the vaccine. And his name is Gianluigi Paragone, which I will vote for him. I don't want, and now I'm going to say Gianluigi Paragone, but he's an incredible man. He was the only one that protected unvaccinated people because we was treating less than dogs. Because yep. dogs could go to the restaurant and the bar. And unva unvaccinated people like me, we couldn't go inside a bar, have a coffee. We couldn't even go outside the uh, outside inside the bar we couldn't even do that like we 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 was treating terrible and the only man that fight for us and never uh, betray us was this guy from Gianluigi Paragone and yeah I think this is the people the most uh, uh, and, talk for well, me well it, it, it amazes me that when you say that you can on a on you know in one hand start list, listing off a limited amount of people um, that would stand and raise their voice in the defense of your rights, right? Most people won't put their life or their livelihood at risk for someone else's livelihood. They just won't do it. And that's rare. When somebody steps up and says, I'm going to put everything that I have on the line to protect this person because what's happened to them is wrong. We need more people like that. So, yes. uh, you know, I mean, your, your, your voice, your voice is just as important as anybody else's. I, I look at it time and time again about the voices that are raised and what they do. I mean, you saw what happened with Trump. Trump came into office and the first thing they did is scandal after scandal after scandal. And everybody, everybody swallowed the scandals and they refused to swallow the evidence that the scandal was all fake. They do not want to believe that they got fooled. And, and I, I'd assume the same thing happens in Italy, correct? Yes. Yes, it's exactly the same. And honestly, there is so many people in Italy, they love President Trump, uh, and, but they, they silent us. Nobody wants the, the, the people knows that people love Donald Trump uh, and uh, it's uh, an embarrassment. And honestly, you know, one time I went in television because, you know, and they was talking, some, some of these leftist people, they was talking bad about Donald Trump. They never even live, lived in America. These people just talking just because his attitude is like a badass attitude. And some people right. don't like, yeah, some people don't like a confidence on a man or on a woman, you know. That's yeah. why sometimes people just talk. And so I said, guys, honestly... The world is regretting when we lost Jesus Christ and when we lost Donald Trump. You and everybody was, yeah, everybody was shocked. <laughs> uh, and they say, you crazy, you lost your mind, you know? <laughs> and I say, okay. It, I mean, you know, I have a big, uh, I have a big picture of his face in my I saw that she's she we, we were doing a phone call together and uh, and and she goes look at this and there's a painting as a picture of, of Trump on her wall in her house so Trump has made a huge impact not just here in the U S but around the world and, and the reason I believe that he made such an impact is because he was a threat to the powers that be those who would steal your freedom so that they're wealthier steal your freedoms or even violate the rights of you and your children so that they can have their jollies that's the way that they work Trump was standing up against that still is and it sounds like that. There's a growing um, voice for people calling for freedom around the planet. We've saw, we, we, we've seen what's happened recently in um, the Netherlands. 
what's happened in Germany, the, the marches that have happened recently in Italy, uh, what just happened in Sri Lanka. So what are you doing in Italy on a daily basis to move forward? You, you're talking about the elections this September. What are yeah. you doing on a daily basis to make sure that the conservatives in Italy are successful and are able to start the investigations of what happens over the, uh, what has happened over the last two years? Better. First of all, every day I have my own Instagram. I, I am not good in TikTok. I'm terrible. You need to teach me. So um, <laughs> I, I have my Instagram and I have my followers. And so um, I have conversations and I have my own little, um, I have my own little speech. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not uh, a very a great influencer, you know, but uh, I notice that people like to hear me and I, and they tell me, Michaela, you're right. Maybe we're going to vote for your friend, you know, because, you know, it, it takes one vote at a time and we can yeah. do it. People said, uh, oh, you guys will never make it. But then it's not true because we already are that we're going to make it. You know, um, our party is going to make it. Yeah. Second one, you know, I help. Uh, like I went in in the um, downtown in Vicenza. I helped to uh, get the signature from the Italian people to to get our party on the run. And then what I do, you know, I'm just, it's, listen, Tim. So let me ask you, the, the reason, the re, well, Michaela, the reason I ask you that is because I've been trying to push people that are saying nothing's ever going to happen. They're relying on somebody else to do all the heavy lifting. I'm trying to get people to understand that the way that you affect change is by getting involved, that you can't expect someone else to do that heavy lifting for you. Is that why you're doing it? Because you don't think, if you wait for somebody else to do it, it'll never happen, right? Exactly. But, allora, sometimes we need to be less selfish. And even if people don't have children, they, they need to think about the future generation. Yep. And because, I mean, you need to give a sense to your life. Some people have children, but other people, maybe they want to be part of the world community that that we're gonna work together to make things better and to get rid of all this rotten apple that tried to hurting us for some reason which i don't i still don't understand why it's keep happening lately all this this unfortunate event between pandemic uh, energetic crisis the war and everything right well it's, the point, it's because you know here michaela i i i look at it i i look at it from the outside um, and, tr and try to figure it out. I think everybody else does as well. Um, and, and to your point, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not a Putin fan, but I understand why he's doing what he's doing. And the reason he's doing what he's doing in U Ukraine is because of what the globalists are doing. They, they've, yeah. told, they've told Russia for years, NATO, the deal with NATO was, is that NATO was going to, to be a buffer. You, NATO nations were going to go right up to Russia, but then have another nation in between them and Russia. They were, NATO was never supposed to butt right up to Russia. And the reason that Putin, in my view, doesn't want NATO there, it's not because of NATO, it's because of the corruption with inside that system. I mean, what we yeah. see- when what we learn what's happening in Ukraine and all the money laundering that's going on and all of the corruption there, and then we find out how many of our politicians are there in business with people in Ukraine, one of the most corrupt nations on the face of the earth. Now, are you guys seeing the exact same thing? Are you seeing a correlation between your business people in Italy also being involved potentially in money laundering in Ukraine? Are they a part of that? Or is this a U.S. thing only? Um, about uh, Italy and Ukraine, I don't know a lot, honestly. 
but I can tell you that uh, I have a lot of Ukrainian friends that have family over there mm -hmm. and these people are hurt and they are suffering, okay? And yeah. it's a real thing, they get killed, they get killed, they are bending in their houses and their dogs, it's a real thing. So, so the things why I am upset, very, very mad uh, with Putin, it's because, you know, he could get his Donbass and go having his fight in Donbass, you know. But why is starting attack uh, the Kiev example? Like he should let them go. I understand he's mad at NATO. So, so if you mad, so that, what I'm not understanding, like if you mad at NATO and at us, let's go to war then. Let's have a big fight. Why slaughtering these poor Ukrainian people? That's what I'm not understanding. Well, there's a, a, a lot of it, and I'm not saying all, all of it, but a lot of it. What I've been watching. Um, has not been the reporting that we've heard from the West, and that's why it seems odd. We, we keep hearing about how these people are being slaughtered by Russians, um, yeah. but we don't see any, any evidence of it. There's no video, there's no photos, there's nothing. You just hear about this attack, that attack, this attack, and then when you go to the Russian side and you start looking at Russian sources, they're showing footage, they're showing what's happening, and they're showing that Ukrainians are on the run. It, and it's the Ukrainian uh, army that they're destroying. And they're not going after people. And that the evidence that I've seen, this is just what I've seen so far. I've not seen both sides of it yet um, because we're not seeing it. We're not seeing anything out of Ukraine from the Ukrainian people um, about what's happening. We're not seeing anything in the mainstream media, at least here in the U.S., from anything from Ukraine. All we get is from Russia. That's all we can yeah. see. We can, the mainstream media is not reporting on the Ukrainian war at all, other than we're but, giving money uh, to Listen, but, we need so, we need to make an investigation to understand well, because I saw I saw some images uh, uh, and so I, I don't know. We, we need honestly, we need to make a little research and I'm going to give you contact about with my friend that is Ukrainian and he speak English and he's going to send you a lot of things. I'd love so to you, talk you to can, him. I'd love to talk to him. Yeah, because that's that's what we need. See, what I always say is I don't know what's happening. I don't yeah. know. I'm not there. I, I can't make an I can't make an assumption based on um, not not being there. What I can say is I've seen one side of the information, and I, I haven't seen anything from the other side after almost a year that leads me to believe that the side that's not showing anything has something to hide. It reminds me of the U.S. elections, right? We're not seeing anything from from the Ukrainian side of it. All I see is from Russia, and so. Um, the U.S. is saying, well, all these bad things are happening. And then we learn that the Ukrainian forces are firing on their own people because they don't agree with them. So, I mean, to your point, I think we have to jump into it. We don't know what's going on. We don't know who's at fault. We don't know who the aggressor is. We don't know what's going on because we're not getting all the information from both sides. And that's what I think the, I think the American people want and the Italian people want. They just want to stop being censored and being guided down this path as if we're not adult enough to understand what's really going on. We keep getting narratives. We don't get news. Yeah, because the, the European people, and there is a bit vast majority of Italians and Europeans, they think the United States shouldn't even preach Putin a criminal war if he's doing a criminal action. Because they, a lot of Italian people think that the Americans did the same and uh, n nobody... Um, uh, I you say nobody went to Olymp Olympionic champion and told them you know coming exactly. to this Olympian. Right. Yeah, so there is uh, you know as an Italian me personally, yeah, it's as an Italian standard. me personally, 
me personally, me, mm -hmm. I, you know, I love America and uh, I'm sorry, you know, even, even if it's true that America is not always perfect, but um, have a good uh, value, have a good core. And yes, there are some corrupt people and terrible people, but you guys have a wonderful constitution and, and people are very patri patriotic. And that's why, you know, I, I am very affectionate to American people. But, you know, there, there is a lot of European people, they think the Americans shouldn't even talk about Russia. And there is a lot right. of people that I, are I, saying... I tend to be one of those. And, and, and what I mean by that is, is that I don't want to ever see anyone get hurt. I don't want to see anyone get harmed, especially children. <laughs> you know, they've got their entire lives in front of them. I, I, it, it's, it's ridiculous. But with that being said, um, I'm, real, I'm, I'm a realist about it, pragmatic about it, that the, the U.S. has done bad things before as well. And for us to now act sanctimonious and say, well, he doesn't have any excuse for doing what he's doing. Well, that's not fair. He has an excuse. There's a reason why he's doing what he's doing. For us to judge that uh, from the outside, he's saying that he wants to he wants to get rid of the U.S. Uh, bioweapons labs in Ukraine. I'm for that. Are you for getting rid of the bioweapons labs? That's not a bad thing. There shouldn't yeah. be any bioweapons labs anywhere. That, that, that's yeah. all illegal research. And they keep saying, well, we're doing this and this and this. No, they just resurrected. I just heard this. I read an article the other day that they've resurrected the um, Spanish flu virus. Ah. They've, they've reverse engineered and recreated the, the, the Spanish flu. The, the, the one that was really deadly, not COVID, the one that was really deadly at the turn of the century. Yeah, they, they, they've recreated that virus. There's no now need who for did it. Who, who did it? Who did it? I can't remember where it came from. I, I'll have to look at the article, but it was it was here in the last week that they announced that they have they have re-engineered the the Spanish flu um, vaccine or virus. There's that's that for game what of reason? function. For what well, they reason? Say for, they say it's for research, so they fully understand it. Well, it's past. You don't need to fully understand it. You don't need that in because uh, my fear is what what if what happens if the Spanish flu version gets out and it's as deadly. As, as the last one was. Why would you even mess with that? Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's amazing. But, and also because, uh, you know what is that piss me off the most? Sorry if I said piss me off. No, but, that's all right. <laughs> uh, no, the things that piss me off the most is like, it's okay. Like there are people that want to research, okay. But then you have to pay. Who's going to pay the millions of people that died for COVID? When we all know there was a, a laboratory it was created by some sort of a research foundation. Like it's not, it's not coming from the bat having sex with a snake. And then no. they try to, yeah, these people try to fool us. Yep. And then when Trump said the, the China virus, the Chinchun virus, I don't remember, but the point is, uh, he was right. It was yep. from China, and, but, but he need to tell everything. We want to know, the, the world want to know who did it. Is that, is that Fauci involved? artist people involved. I, I want to know the truth. So there's a group of people, there's a group of people out there that don't believe that the government has the right to tell them what to do. They don't trust these entities. And so we've got to investigate what happened, not just in the U.S., but globally and who is responsible and hold them responsible. Now, if that means war, then that means war. But we can't have countries uh, letting bioweapons loose because they're fooling around with them. It, it's Pandora's box, Michaela. They, they have no idea 
what they're messing with. They're children messing with the toys of God and they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And it's uh, dangerous. I completely agree with you, Tim. That's why we're here talking. You said everything. <laughs> it's, just, it's, 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 it's insane to me how you've got a group of people that think that you should lose your rights because you don't take a drug that they take. It's their fear that's driving everything. And that's where we are right now. Fear is the biggest weapon that we that is being utilized, not just in America, but across the planet. First, it was the fear of it was the fear of dying from a virus, then the fear of not being included, then the fear of being ostracized or the fear of, of being called names. Um, People do a lot of things for fear. The people like you and I and others that are standing, that are saying, listen, regardless of what we gain or lose, we're still going to do and say the right things. Has that been your driving force? Not not just fighting for your own freedoms, but to try and uh, showcase to other people why um, they should follow along and, and to, to try and open their eyes. Is that part of what you're doing as well? Of course, uh, I do all the time, but you know, I... I never went to people and and tell them you're stupid to do uh, the vaccine or not. Like uh, you can, you're free. You're free to get the vaccine if you feel safe, but don't annoy me if I don't want to get the things. Because honestly, I got all the vaccination in my life. Even when I came to America as a, with my green card, they vaccinate me so much, I remember. And um, so I, I'm okay with vaccines, but this stuff was a new thing, like an experiment, you know, and, 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 and then I didn't like it. And plus when they forced me to do it, when they blackmail my husband, if you do it, you, or you're going to get fired if you don't get the vaccine. And, you know, I'm a very stubborn Italian lady. Like if you blackmail me, like the, the, like the old man that sexually assault me when he blackmailed me or you sleep with me or you're, yeah, I just don't do it. I do the reverse. Yep, that's the way I am. Well, I think I think that most free-minded people are like that. The sheep are the ones that are go along to get along. They'll do anything to make their life easier, and they're not going to stand up uh, and, and say or do something that would make their life more difficult. I'm that person. Uh, you know what? If they had to, if they had told me up front, and I'm sure if they told you, if they had told you up front, this will save your life, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't then you can sue us and, and make tons of money. It may destroy your life, but at least you can sue us. When they said you have no choice, you have no recourse, and, and you can't sue the people that made this all responsible, that was, that was an eye-opener for me. So, uh, you know what is sad that I noticed lately? Um, I noticed in, uh, in, on people this sort of... of uh, I don't know the word uh, in English. Do you know when there was the king and the peasants? And so these people, yeah, these people are so, so jugated, like a bunch of peasants. Yeah, like a bunch of peasants. And they said, you have to do it. And then, oh, that was so funny. Well, we have in Italy, we have a green pass. And green pass, if you have the green pass, you can, you can have your coffee. And if you don't have a green pass, you get get out. <laughs> and, yeah, and I swear, and I swear. Now listen, now this is the bad the bad part. I swear, there was a bunch of old middle aged ladies and men and men that when the waitress didn't ask for the green pass, the people was look. You have to watch my green pass and ask for everybody. <gasps> like I was like, oh my. 
God. Well, that, those are the sheep. Those are the ones they don't feel safe unless everybody's being subjugated. They want everybody to go through this process. And, and I don't want to go through that process. You know, I'll give you an example. This, this is my mentality. I was at Hoover Dam um, in, in uh, Nevada. I'm at Hoover Dam and I walk in and you had to put all of your, your keys and your watch and all that stuff into a little basket and go through a mag magnetometer so you can go in and take the tour of the dam. You've got to put all of this stuff, you know, you got to take your belt off. It's like, I'm not flying a plane. I'm at a goddamn dam, right? And I go in and I've got, and I'll show you here. She'll be able to see it. Michaela will be able to see it. Nobody else will. But I have a, a little, it's a little knife that goes on my, my key ring, right? Yeah. And it's a nail cleaner. Now it looks like a knife, but it's, it's just, it's not sharp. I, I can't cut anything with it. And you can see, Michaela, it, 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 is, I'm yeah. rubbing it on my finger. It's like is it a bleeding? Toy. No, it's not. It's a toy. It's, it's like, a toy knife. Yeah. It's, a, it's a nail cleaner that looks like a knife. And, mm -hmm. and, it looks, and it's in the shape of a key. The, the, the guards at Hoover Dam. Now, I, I got to preface it. It was the weirdest look I've ever seen. It, it's this tiered system when you go in. And so there's six guards sitting there. One is 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 the one who helps me through the gate. And then the others are all kind of standing around. They're all fucking fatter and shit. I mean, they are just, there's, if I started running from, there's no way they could catch me and I'm old, but that's how fat they were. That, that's what was going to guard Hoover Dam. And so I come in and I got this little knife thing and they, they were demanding that I take that off and throw it away. And it was a gift from one of my sons for Christmas years ago. I've had it for, for years. And I, I said, no, I'm not taking it off. It was a gift. And I said, you're, you're serious. You're this little knife, this little nail knife. It's, it's, it's just a little bit longer than that blade that's on a nail clipper. This right here, they didn't want that in there because that could take down, this knife could take down the Hoover Dam. Oh, my God. They would not let it in. They, they No, you can't take it. I said, you're telling me I've got to throw it away. So here's the deal. The Hoover Dam is so susceptible to terrorism that a nail knife is enough to take it down. That's how stupid these because, people are. Because you know why? Because they thought that she was... Uh, the son of MacGyver. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to build a nuclear weapon with this pen knife. And, and so what I said was, I said, I, my wife had never taken the, the tour. And I said, do you want to do it? And she goes, no. I said, okay, cool. I said, no, guys, we're out of here. You guys are, you guys are, if, the, if a pen knife can take down the Hoover Dam, then we've got bigger problems. And they go, well, you could force it to somebody's neck. That knife is a pen. It's for pulling dirt out from underneath your nails. I cannot yeah. stress, it is not a knife. But honestly, Tim, I don't want to be, I, um, I think that the rule number one as a good public relation that I am, uh, it's uh, that if people are more gentle, they could say to you, Tim, if you want, we hold your knife and when you come back, we're going to give you back. Not tell you to yep. throw away. Who are you? I think the yep. communication is the key. Yep. Well, and, and it's, it, it's this inflexibility, right? The rules are the rules. We're not wavering from the rules. And then you ask, well, why did you make the rules? Well, it's arbitrary. There, there's no, it's like, well, you've got a five inch knife or a three inch knife or Oh, you got a nail knife? That's the mentality. Here in the U.S., we have what we call a zero-tolerance school system, meaning that um, if you, let's say, if you push somebody in class, just touch them. That is the, that, they treat that as assault. That is the same as punching them. Yeah. There's no in-between. 
And that kind of mentality is what we saw happen uh, throughout COVID. The rules, they put these rules in place that were arbitrary. And now two years later, we found out that none of them were, everything we were told were lies. For two years, everything was lies. They've changed the definition of terms, definition of vaccine, uh, definition of what works and what doesn't work. And then they expect us to still believe them. Now in Italy, I I would assume it's the same thing. Are you seeing a growing pushback against the people that for the last two years told you everything that you had to do with your life? And then we're now realizing that everything that they said was either false, fabricated, right? Or complete nonsense. They had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. Is the same thing happening in Italy? Are you seeing an uprise against the government? I mean, uh, it's not it's not coming yet because, as I told you before, I think uh, all the poll saying that the conservative party that fight for our rights, uh, they um, except the traitor rhinos, uh, they're gonna uh, rise up. But the point is that um, the Italian people are used to, to socialism, so they are very they are okay. Don't don't touch their mothers, don't touch their food, and the Italians are happy. And so, which American people are uh, the conquistadores? You know, they they are the <laughs> yeah. The, the American people are sometimes. I don't want to be insulting, but when I went to America, you know, you guys, some places where I've been, people are kind of like um, cowboy, like uh, guns and God. And it's a good thing. It's very different than Italy. I, I like it. The, the Italians, they don't like it so much, but I'm very unique, so I, I can understand your culture. And uh, so I think uh, it was uh, it was very difficult to put down American people. And the American people, they hold up uh, and they hold the line. And there was an inspiration for Canadian, Australian, Europeans around the world because yeah. we look at you guys Will you give us hope? And me, as an immigrant, honestly, um, I know it sounds a little cheesy, but as an immigrant, they teach me about the Statue of the Liberty and she uh, holding uh, a, fl- a flame, she holding the lights. And I'm very sad that New York City is uh, uh, invaded by these Democrats people over there because there is that statue that for us immigrants, it's everything yep. and it's a light. Yep. And so yep. I really hope you guys can make the same writing like used to be and give us back the hope and the American dream. And the only one is doing a great job in America is Ron DeSantis right now. He's the only yep. one that's doing a great job. And uh, Italian people uh, uh, cheering for Ron DeSantis. And also there is a lot of Italian community in Florida. But, um, you know, I really hope you guys uh, will be, will, don't give up uh, and give us strength because at least we, we can be united because we are the same. Right. You know, we are the same. We are, yep. you, you understand what I mean? I know that we are different yep. culture, yep. but we... Yep like me and you are the same. Well, the values, Michaela, the value, the values that, that we have are the same, the values. Yeah. Culture doesn't matter, right? Yeah. As long as your values are the same and that you value human life from, from conception all the way to the grave that you, that you don't feel that you have a right to someone else's work. I don't have any right to the, the money that you've made, regardless of what good cause I, I could come up with. I don't have the right to take from you by force anything that you have. Yeah. Those are values, 
right? And when you take those values and you put those throughout uh, everything else, you realize, well, the government doesn't have the right to come and take what I want or what I have. Yeah, but you guys- They don't have the right to take you, from me or you, take from you. That, that's a value. Tim, you guys are way more safe than us because you guys have yeah. guns. And you guys, yeah. the moment you give up your guns, you're gonna become like us, prisoner in your own country. Where I am in Italy, if I right now I'm on the phone here with you, and a thief yep. and a thief come inside my house, and I'm gonna shoot down the thief or stab him because I don't have a gun, the police going to arrest me for abuse of power because I stabbed the dude. Because yep. in Italian mind, I should say to the thief that probably can rape me because he's a big man, and I can say yep. sorry. Can you stop there? He's not gonna stop. He says, "Sorry, can you just steal everything you want and leave?" And he's not. He's gonna steal, and then he's gonna come close to me. And only when he hurt me a little bit, then you have the, the right to say something. So this is Italian law. You know, this is incredible. Like there are people in well, it's the same kind of. It's the same kind of mentality that that gives more rights to the criminal than it gives to the victim. The victim has no rights. The the, the the victim has no rights. The, 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 the criminal has all the rights. The people who were harmed have no rights here in the U.S. It's only the criminal that has rights. And it's getting worse. It's getting more and more like what you're saying there. Uh, they they want to make it the other day. They were saying, well, when someone's attacking you, if you do have a firearm, couldn't you just shoot him in the leg? And no. No, I'm not shooting you in the leg. I'm shooting you in the head or in the heart. I want to kill you. I want to stop what's happening from happening. Do I want to do that? No. One of the things that's been said, and I don't know if they, if they utilize this elsewhere, but they, they uh, in, in Italy, they say, is there anything in your house that's worth someone else's life? Because they, well, you killed someone to keep your stuff. I, I put it the other way. What in my house is worth your life? What do I have in my home that's worth your life? I I have, I I have a twenty thousand dollar Chanel bag. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> Does it make you sleep better? That that's what you have in your house that they're going to come take? Yeah, it's my only concern. <laughs> as long as they don't take the bed, you're okay. Well, Michelle, I'm gonna Michelle, I'm gonna ask you one more um, question here, and we'll wrap up up today's uh, show. Um, you mentioned the, the 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 Statue of Liberty. And how important that is to not just to you, but other immigrants around the planet. Um, if America falls, if we falter, if we do not keep this experiment running uh, of freedom, is there any place else on the planet that you feel that you could go to that would offer you the same freedom and so on that America does? If America fall, the world fall. Yeah. And um, is the la is the last. Uh, I think America is the only, um, as you say, lighting house uh, yep. of freedom. Yeah, the lighthouse, the, yeah. the beacon of freedom. Yeah. We're the beacon of freedom. Yeah, yep. I, I mean, sometimes I'm very sad when I'm, when I'm witness, uh, because I told you I have uh, this foundation with my best friend, you know, and we try to helping mm -hmm. American family, people that lost their children, uh, of murder or sexual assault inside the army environment. Uh, we try to help. Uh, and sometimes people think that me and my friends are just two people that want, you know, just uh, put a uh, mod on the American uh, army. Uh, and it's not true. We just want to point the finger of rotten apples 
of uh, yep. you know to get rid of them same people like example general Milley, he's a little narcissist and he's a very is not a very good person because he when he was the general during donald trump um, administration he wrote in his book i read his book and he wrote uh, basically that he stay as a duty for the country for control donald trump i say how narcissist you have to be what kind of general you know and also honestly i have a, my personal experience with him because i have a problem here um with the american army and i will tell you another time if you want to talk to me but uh, I tried to contact the guy and he, he didn't care. He, he knows there is a bunch of criminals yep. that are harassing me yep. all the time. And I asked for his help and he doesn't even care. So I understand some people, I understand what kind of people that uh, they are, you know. So I, right. I, I can't imagine. We, we need to get rid of people that just take care of their own business and not the business of everybody. Uh, how, how hard it is to be right and righteous how hard it is to make yep. justice uh, I don't yep. I mean they wearing uniforms because doing the wrong thing because doing the wrong thing Michaela pays more doing the wrong thing is easier that's why the wrong thing is done so so often doing the right things many times is hard and people just don't want to do that. It's just so much easier to the, to let that go and, and just do the wrong thing. Um, talk about real quick, and we're closing here, um, about your foundation, Never Alone. Tell more, more about that and where people can get in contact with that if they have an issue of sexual assault or need help uh, involved with um, being an Army um, wife or an Army um, um, personnel or, or, or military personnel. Tell me more about that. Yeah, it's for all the military branches, uh and uh, it's uh, for all uh, of course uh, female and male and uh, and everybody uh, everybody else you know and, uh, because i want to be you know i want to be straight here like uh, for lgbt people like it's for every single person that being abused by abuse of power or sexual assault or something very fishy is happening in his life because these people so they can contact neveralonadvocacy.org and, and they're going to be, you know, we're going to give the right people to them. We're going to give them lawyer. We're going to give them security. They can find a safe space with us. And honestly, you can, uh, you guys can Google it and make a little research. We did a lot of great things, especially uh, my friend Amy Braley Frank. She's incredible. She's fighting all the way. And the majority of time we win, honestly. Right now we, we are installed about a bunch of things because you know, when people don't wanna go in down, they try to cause a problem. Sometimes I'm, I'm worried for my friends because sometimes we go so deep and there are very monst monst monsters, sharks down there. And well, so they, yeah, they're fighting back. They don't, they don't want you there. They don't want anybody fighting back against what they're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, guys, contacting us, if you need the help, we are here for you. And that is, again, that is neveraloneadvocacy.org. We'll put the link in the show as well. Where, where can people find you online, Michaela? Where else are you at? Where uh, can people learn more about what's happening in Italy? Yeah, no, no, this is in America because the foundation is based in America. Uh, is the, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's, so that's, that's in America, but where, where else can people find you online? Where you personally, where they can learn more about Michaela? Ah, okay. They can find me on Instagram and uh, on Facebook and in Google. 
and my personal website, michelamorellato.com. And over there, you can find everything. But you need to write down my name. Uh, maybe next- well, well I'll, I'll, I'll include all the links in the show. We'll put that in the show so everybody can get links to our sites and so on. So, well, with that all being said, Michaela, I appreciate it. We've been talking about doing this for a while. We've We've had probably, what? probably maybe five to 10 conversations trying to figure out how to do this and and get started on this. But I appreciate you coming on the show today. Is there anything that you want to say in closing? Uh, No, I want to thank you for allowing me to give, uh, you know, to give me the opportunity to speak up also again in America, which I will be back soon, especially I will be back in 2024 Hopefully, you guys are going to do the right decision, which is vote for Donald Trump or, you know, I think it's going to be Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump or Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis, I think. But anyway, guys, uh, I want to say another thing. If uh, if, uh, you never vote uh, for Joe Biden, right now the world will be a better place. And instead, because some people was offended and sensitive, uh, from some stupid tweet, you know, the nothing special. Probably Donald Trump was in the toilet having a bunch of tweets, you know, <laughs> and then people and people got offended and they just screw up their life just because they've been sensitive. And this is so stupid. I'm so sorry, but I think so. I think, yeah, that, that's what I think. And with that, thank you for joining us today, Michaela. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, we will definitely have you back again. I can't wait to have you back again on the Kramer Says Podcast. With that being said, my name is Kramer. It is the Kramer Says Podcast. We will be back tomorrow or as soon as we can. Get more at KramerSays.com. KramerSez.com.